up, what up, this is Mills the Virgo, here, you're listening to Mills Speaks, I don't know why I always forget all of these things at the beginning, I, I don't know what, what the deal is here, uh, yeah, this is episode, what, 26, I just did, uh, episode 25, which was a Rhapsody album release, uh, review, which was pretty dope, uh, so y'all check that out if you were interested in the Rhapsody album or if you just want to know about some good shit, check that out. Um, uh, let's see, I don't have too much this week, over the past two weeks has been crazy of course, but I, I don't have too, too much, I, 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 you know, I just finished talking about Rhapsody so I'm pretty spent, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, <laughs> But no, um, I had I had a lot of notes uh, over the past couple of weeks here, so we'll just go ahead and we'll just go ahead and get right into it. Um, so let's talk about this beat. Uh, this beat was done um, around the same time as other beats, um, you know, like for this time frame. So I don't have any stories for it. I was just cranking them out, cranking them out, cranking them out. But I enjoyed this. Uh, I like a subtle beat. I like subtle things, you know, key changes and such. So, you know, this key changes a bit, and it's pretty dope. So I, I, I like it. I like it, and it's, it's fitting for this week. Crazy things is happening. Um, so the main thing I want to talk about is... Let's see. Oh, man, so many things. So many things. So let's first start where my notes start. Um... The title is called Music Snob, Pick Your Struggle. Now, it was just going to be Pick Your Struggle because I was talking to a coworker and she, listen, all right, I've, I've already talked to this coworker multiple times about the way that they choose to ingest their technology, their music, okay, their media, okay? Um, this in particular, this coworker in particular um, does not want to pay for a monthly subscription so that she has the access to all music. Um... Recently just found out that she had Amazon Prime and that Amazon Prime included Amazon Music. So there's like there's like two different things that Amazon does. And I think Amazon's full of shit for this. I mean, they really should get it together. They give you access to limited uh, songs via your Prime, your actual Prime subscription. But if you pay the $9.99 additional or $7.99 additional or whatever it is... Um, then you have access to all of the music, which I think is fucking ridiculous because you are already spending $14.06 a month for Prime, and I know that because it came out today. It came out of my account today, $14.06, okay? So you're already paying this for for Prime, um, and then you want me to pay another... Then you want me to pay another $7.99 for all of the songs? So, uh, so this particular coworker said she was not spending this extra money and that she would just have to deal with a limited amount of songs and then, um, building up her, um, music, uh, fund by doing Google rewards surveys. All right. Now listen to me and listen good. Uh, this is terrible. Um, I, I have already expressed to this person that I think this is just the worst, um, but, you know, again, like I said, in several other episodes, I, I don't pay anybody's bills but my own, so that's all I can really be concerned about. But I will say that in, two, in 2019, okay, in 2019, the year, the year of our Lord, I just want to know why she feels the need to buy music, Jesus. Now, I know, you know, the last, we're the last of a dying breed here, um... 80s babies who had cassette tapes and we had singles and then we had CDs and we had all of that shit and I mean my foot is propped up right now on my CD case that has 200 plus CDs in it um so I understand I get it but let me tell you something the moment my vehicle became uh capable of playing my mp3s okay i realized there was no need for the physical album anymore unless i literally just wanted to have it and i can honestly say that i haven't had that experience not one 
bit between, you know, the inception of the MP3 player and my inception of actually using the MP3 player. Because, again, I was like this. I was like this at the beginning. I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to always use my CDs. I remember I had to call the roadside assistance for something. And the guy was coming in there to change my tire or give me some gas or some shit. And he go, he looks in my back seat. And he's like, you know, you can put that all on a MP3 player now, you know. And at that moment, I knew I needed to step my fucking pussy up because why is this hillbilly bumpkin redneck telling me Mills about technology? No, 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 no. So, again, the, the reason for this is, is to pick your struggle. I, I have suggested that my coworker pick a struggle. Did you want to struggle and not be able to listen to all the music and save the money? Or did you want to just spend the money and have access to all of the music? Okay, that's really the two options. I mean, it's more down the road. There are more options and more uh, caveats as you go down the road of... Um, of not spending the money for the monthly subscription. I mean, because again, she's talking about she's talking about buying albums, which are thirteen ninety nine. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Oh god, I mean, I I didn't make the suggestion, but I mean, at least buy the albums from Amazon Prime. That way, you get a discount. I I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Anywho, um. So that's the the reason for the title. <laughs> the other part of the um, the other part of the title, music snob, came from a conversation that I had with two of my good friends um, a couple of days ago about music, um, and we'll get into that a little bit deeper. But I mean, just to give you an idea, if you could not already deduce this, I am a huge music snob. I I don't I am very particular about what I listen to. I'm very specific about the type of shit that 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 comes inside of me okay um music wise that is of course um but nah i just uh, i'm very specific and 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 it's good to be that way but i also had you know to come to a realization you know early in my 20s where i'm like you know what just because they're not talking about this kind of stuff doesn't mean that their music is garbage from jump, you know, and I had to learn that. So we'll get more into that uh, later. Um, I want to go through all this other shenanigans I have written down and then we'll talk about the big the big topic, which is, you know, this hip hop shit, music stop shit. Um, OK, so. So apparently, um since the last time since we last spoke okay um uh, epstein my man epstein has has killed himself allegedly in in the uh in jail epstein is the fella who's uh i think we're all pretty confident to say that this man is a child molester um and was responsible for a pretty significant um sex child sex trafficking situation um and it also involves many of our highest politicians including our president um former presidents uh former first lady uh, you know lots of lots of things so whenever whatever day that was i woke up and we saw that that epstein had hung himself in his jail cell okay um, I said, I said, that's a lie. Cause we all know what happened here. Okay. We all know what happened here because that man last said that he was going to take down everybody. He could take down the Clintons. He could take down everybody. Okay. They got tons of video of this man, um, uh, with Trump, um, over the years, um, uh, at these parties with these, with these chicks. Um, let's see, uh, his girlfriend, <laughs> His girlfriend, who he's been with for 16, 17 years, yeah, she sold her house for 15 or 25 million. I can't remember the dollar amount. I think it was 15 million she sold her house. And she's been out of the country ever since. They ain't seen that bitch since this man got arrested. And they're not going to see her because she's smart. She's smart. She said, you know what? I've been getting these girls for this guy. I've been doing this, this F shit. I've been doing it. So I'm going to go ahead and sell my shit and get the fuck out of here. Okay? Now, I mean, I think it's fucked up because obviously she needs to uh, 
be brought to justice as well for being an accomplice to being uh i don't even know these terms but i mean you can't bring the young bitches to these fucking oldies okay that's just the worst and then you're a woman yourself like what who does this like who who raised her anyway so um it's just amazing to me how this is going down and i mean you know we've got a slew of distractions to you know kind of uh distract us from this whole situation and what this could mean for the or um for the administration and what this could mean for lots of things um but i just as soon as i saw that that happened i mean the shonda rhymes and me said no b613 came through and killed his ass okay and now they got all these dumb stories after the fact oh the guards fell asleep while they were supposed to oh they hadn't seen him in three hours and oh my god what are y'all talking about b613 came in there and killed that man b613 killed him like what are you talking about shut up we already know what happened because we don't believe for one second that man hung himself with sheets in the jail cell okay that didn't happen talking about he tied it to the bed and then he leaned forward till he couldn't breathe are y'all serious y'all expect us to believe that that does not even make sense come on anyway we're moving the fuck along because that's you know whatever we're moving the fuck along pose pose um this <laughs> this note is from the the episode before the finale but we have the last time that i've talked to you guys there's been two episodes of pose and these quotes came from the episode where they went on a girl, girl's trip and the first the first quote was oh my god men are so fucked up and the reason why she said this angel says this is because um there's this man who allows them to use his his uh his uh beach house he's got a little summer beach house out there and you know who knows where an hour from new york so who knows what that is um and he said oh y'all can go there for free no problem just bring me and all he wanted to do was be tied up he wanted to be in his nasty little um gimp outfit you know the black latex with the the mouthpiece and stuff he wanted that on there he was tied up in a cage he had goggles on and he had and he had on headphones. He said he just want to sit in the silence, Jesus. He don't he don't even want nothing. So that's that's what it is. And so when Angel saw him in there, because they went to check to make sure he was alive, Angel saw him in there and was just like, Oh my god, man is so fucked up. And it was the funniest quote, it was the funniest like moment ever. I was like, they really fucking are. Like, what is this? And then another one, um, same scenario. Um, another another chick on the show asks <laughs> asked the chick that's the dominatrix that's doing all of this she said did you did you kidnap this man and steal his house i said well who, the f- I said, who steals houses how do you steal somebody's house i said damn blanca you ridiculous okay but listen that shit was hilarious and um that episode was really good and then the finale that came on last tuesday was really good too um so those of you who have not watched pose yet season one is streaming on netflix season two should probably be streaming on netflix um i don't know shit i probably probably within the next what three four months or so maybe but in the meantime it came on fx so you can check it out i enjoy the hell out of it i really do um uh the episode there was an episode that had the best um i think i talked about this on the last episode where they had like this huge argument or whatever it was the best some of the best tv i've seen in some time okay um it was a great argument um i think on this episode that i am talking about um with the girls trip i think this is the episode where we saw billy billy porter and billy porter and in the i don't know the character's name who plays um damon but um pray tell and damon have a, a sex scene and it's like the very beginning of the show and it's not just a sex scene it's it's one of the first uh, male on male black male on black male sex scenes that i've ever seen on tv period and it was you know for me not being um a gay person um it i could honestly say it was still beautiful to me because i understand the um the boundaries and the barriers like i understand what it might have taken or what it took 
to get that image, that visual on TV. Like, from the beginning of time up to right now is where, how far we've come to where there can be two black gay men on TV doing a sex scene and it being presented as love and not perverse or not as denigrating or whatever, right? So it was interesting. So just just as a disclaimer, okay? I mean, the show is fairly gay, but it's that's the gayest the show's going to get, I promise. I mean, well, I can't promise that. That's the gayest that I felt the show has gotten, okay? So if you're going to watch it with husbands, just... Just understand that the husband probably shouldn't be watching this because they're going to be uncomfortable, especially, um, especially, you know, when their manhood is, is threatened and it's just different. It's just different and it's not an easy pill to swallow and women are more susceptible to this kind of stuff. Women are more open-minded to these kinds of things because we are well aware of what love is and, and what it means to not be able to find love and all that kind of stuff. Men are aware of this too, but they allow their pride to, to get in the way of just seeing a story for what it is. You know what I mean? So, yeah. It's just a trip. It's a whole trip. So I enjoyed Pose. Pose is over. So now I literally only have two shows. And I guess you can add power to the list, but you really can't add power to the list because I'm I'm several episodes behind. Power started yesterday or last night. Um, I'm several episodes behind in season five. So I haven't even finished the last season. So I'm damn sure not going to start this season. I'm not going to know what's going on. Okay? Um, so... You can maybe put power on the list, but most likely I'm not going to watch it this season. I'm probably going to wait till it goes off, and then I'll go ahead and, um, you know, then I'll go ahead and binge it or whatever. Or I might do some ignorant shit, like binge it, like before the last, last episode, binge the whole season five, season six, and then be ready for the last episode. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just so difficult like that. I just don't want to sit and be doing what everybody is doing. I just don't. But I do enjoy that show, so there's that. Um, the episode is called What? Pick Your Struggle. So there's that. Um, Alright, so Jay-Z has partnered with the NFL. Um, this is this is a fairly new story, but kind of old, because it happened last week. A lot of... Um, there's been a lot of conversation around this. I mean, you know, we've got so many different issues on different... Um, areas of this this deal um so first let's just say what it is so jc's partnering with the nfl to take care of halftime shows and to make sure the money that's being donated is going to the places that it should be as it pertains to police brutality and all the other social social injustices um so first shout out to jay-z for that all right cool now just Jamila's take. Not anyone else's take, just Jamila's take. I would have very much liked if Jay-Z made this deal, if he would have said, hey, I'm going to sign this for you guys. I'm going to make this great. Everything's going to be fantastic. But in order for this whole shit to happen, I need Colin Kaepernick on the team. I need him on the team. Because this man's been held out of work because he brought awareness to the very thing that you want me to address. So get Colin on the team. And then we'll do this thing and it'll come full circle. Everything will be fine. That's what I would have said. Well, let's not say what I would have said. This is just what I would have liked to have seen. Because Jay-Z might have even come with these stipulations, but it might not be able to come to fruition this year for whatever reason. Okay? So, you know, that's my take. Um... So, you've got a lot of people falling on different ends of the spectrum here. So, first, the first opinion is, oh, Jay-Z sold out. Colin Kaepernick ain't got no job. What he doing, doing a a deal with the NFL. He's taking the money. He's running. Da-da-da-da-da, blah-blah-blah. Okay? That's the first one. The second one is, Jay-Z's fantastic. There's no problem with what he just did. We've got to be at the table. We've got to have our voice at the table. He's a billionaire. He's going to sit with the billionaires. And this is great. And this is how you make change from within. And da 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 Right? Then you have people who say the same things that I just said. I am elated for Jay-Z to be in a position to be to have a seat at the table. He's a billionaire. Like 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 they said. 
billionaires talk to billionaires. I mean, and I'm sure billionaires talk to other people too, but you, you know, when you talk billionaire talk, I would imagine, um, things mean different things when you talk to a billionaire, right? So I'm here for it. I know that this is what's needed for the bigger picture, but if I could just focus on the little picture for just a second, I'd like Colin Kaepernick to have a job, right? So that's, those are the three major, uh, positions that people are taking. Okay. Outside of just not giving a fuck. Right. So I've heard lots of people be upset and have ill words toward Colin Kaepernick. Oh, you just took the money and ran and you didn't leave us with any, you know, direction and this, that, and the other. And now you're talking this shit and you don't like what Jay-Z's doing and blah, 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 blah. Like I was listening to Bullying the Beast and L'Oreal was really going in on like the football players and Colin Kaepernick. And I was like, bitch, please, are you serious? I mean, Colin Kaepernick, I don't give a fuck what your problem is with him. He's the reason for this. He's the reason for this. He's the reason for this. So come on. And then, um... And then, uh, the other football players, so you've got specifically Kenny Stills, and you've got, um, Eric Reed, and they're, they're very upset, they don't agree with Jay-Z's wording, and they don't like that Jay-Z says that we're past kneeling. Now, I will say this, because I am aware of how sensitive society is these days, and I'm aware of how people hear things, people hear things fucked up, like, you just don't even get it, that's because we're fucked up as a people. But you hear things fucked up. So when I was listening to Jay-Z say what he had to say at the press conference, I knew there was going to be football players that had problems with what he said. I knew there was going to be people that had problems with what he said. Just literally those words. We're past past kneeling now. We've done that. Right? Well, I I knew that this was going to be a problem because when he said it, I had a twinge in my neck like, oh yeah? You did that? You knew? Right? But I mean, obviously... He's talking we as a collective, right? So helping or lumping himself up with the players and and his I guess his brand of protest as well, because again, the NFL came to Jay Z I think last year to be to do the to do the Super Bowl. And um and he declined and then he kinda talked to a lot of people about declining to do it too. You know? Um so, and then also, of course, on the ape shit track, you know, he talked about how they don't need the Super Bowl, they need him, and they in stadiums too, and that's why all of the concerts were out in, you know, they were out in uh, either professional football stadiums or college football arenas um, for the On the Run 2 tour, which is where we saw the tour when it came to Columbia, South Carolina. It came to williams Bryce Stadium, which is the home of the uh, South Carolina Gamecocks. Go Cox! Um, that's where, that's where we play every goddamn Saturday. You're welcome. Um, so, I mean, it's just unfortunate because we're never going to be on one accord. We don't have to be on one accord. And I think that's also an important thing. I think people always say, well, we'll never, we'll never have unity. Well, having unity doesn't mean everybody go the same way and not have a problem, right? <coughs> Excuse me. You know, unity is, I may not agree with your goddamn tactics, brother, but I'm going to roll with you, okay? Now, I might have something to say about what you're doing, but I'm going to roll with you. I'm going to present a united front to wherever or to whomever we must present this to, you know, for this to be considered a unifying situation, right? So, a lot of people think conflict means a bad thing. Like, conflict is not bad. Conflict is needed. You need conflict to be able to uh, work through things. Like, you have to have conflict. So, I think that's a problem in the black community. We all think, just because we don't agree with one another 100%, that there's a problem. Like, there's not a problem that there are some black people that love this, and there's some black black people that hate this, and there's some black people that are sitting in the middle like, okay, this could be a good thing, let me sit back and wait. Right? Because that's where I kind of sit. Let me sit back and wait and see what happens. Right? Because Jay-Z and Beyonce are extremely intelligent people. They're extremely intelligent people, and they always do things, and they do things in little morsels, you know what I'm saying? Like, think about the Coachella thing. Think about Coachella. So, Beyonce started trying to do, what, Coachella two years prior to actually doing Coachella. 
And then she got pregnant. She had to put that shit on hold, right? So then she came back. She dropped Coach. She did Coachella. And then she came back and she got her Adidas deal. That Adidas deal popped off. Then, okay, she did that. And then Netflix came calling. Actually, I don't think they came calling. I think she recorded it and everything was cool. They got the audio right. They got the video right. And they sold that shit to Netflix. And Netflix paid her $60 million for three shows. That was one of three. So, it's like, we saw the shit happening slowly but surely. We saw it happening. We just didn't see the picture to the end, right? So, that's why I want to sit back and I want to wait. Um, a couple of days after this press conference, there was a, a report that said that Jay-Z um, was going to have ownership on in one of the teams, for you know, one of the teams. So, I said, well, okay. I said, so now the picture's starting to get a little clearer. So maybe if Jay-Z owns a team, perhaps he puts Colin Kaepernick on his team. I don't know. That's what I would do. That's exactly what I would do. You wouldn't give Colin Kaepernick team. Let me get in here. Let me own it. Let me put him on my fucking team. That would be dope. And then that would be... That would... That would make everyone happy, I think. I think. Um... So it's hard to say. It's hard to say. Um, it's really hard for me listening to Charlemagne about this because I really feel like he's just like he sat on Jay-Z's dick about this situation. I mean, he was in the room, so he understands things that we might not have under we might not understand. Um, but my problem isn't whether or not you agree with Jay-Z in this situation or whatever my problem is the people who act like the people who disagree are crazy like don't sit here and act like you can't understand why somebody feels the way they feel or why people are looking at this shit sideways like you can't sit there and act like that that's crazy you know um so that was my beef with Charlemagne with this but outside of it I do want to sit back and I want to I want to watch I'm just gonna watch I don't have nothing to say I'm just gonna watch I wish he'd have had Kappa job already but I mean hey you never know that shit could be coming later this year that could be coming next year my problem is, is that Kaepernick is aging so no matter how long you know what I'm saying so <laughs> like even if this is the plan I mean he's still going to be aging you know what I mean but I mean it would be dope for him to have a team be signed and everything be cool so that would be great so we'll see we'll see how this goes man we'll see how this goes uh we're moving on moving on Eric Garner Eric Garner uh Lord rest his soul he's the He's a young man, young man. <laughs> He's the grandfather that was killed um, when a police officer, the NYPD, uh, placed him into an illegal chokehold. Um, and he did this because Eric was outside selling Lucy's. Yeah, there's single cigarettes for those who are not aware of these types of terms. Um, I just learned that term, I don't know, maybe three, four years ago. So don't don't feel bad if you did not know, okay? Um... <laughs> But no, Lucy's, he was selling Lucy's out here. So I, I feel like that could have been no no more than just a, uh, like a little, I don't know, shit. What? Uh, that's a fine, right? Not a choke out. And then he's telling you, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And then you still got him choked out. I get it. He's a big ass man, but you got to get off his neck. Okay. <laughs> you got to get off his neck. Okay. Um, Eric Garner passed away on that evening. Um, the coach, excuse me, the police officer, I can't even remember his name at this point. I should have wrote it down. Um, he definitely got fired um, a couple of weeks ago. They finally fired him for five five years after now. he This man's been working for five years. He's been choking out other motherfuckers for five years. And now y'all finally fired him over Eric Garner's. And that's the only reason why you did this is because there was such a protest at the, at the um, Democratic uh debate um when mayor de blasio got his old ridiculous behind up here trying to act like oh i did all of this stuff for stop and frisk and i did this and i did that meanwhile everybody was like well, wait a minute what about that damn cop that choked out eric garner what you gonna do about that you know and you know i'm not gonna sit here and i'm not gonna play favorites here all right barack obama really dropped the ball on this because he was supposed to get justice for this too so between Mayor de Blasio and former President Barack Obama, I mean, you guys really failed 
Eric Garner's family. You failed them. You failed them. So, it's been resolved at this point. The man's been fired. Here's the thing, you know. We're so... Uh, we're so used to adjusting to the bullshit that we're excited about him being fired. Never mind the fact that this motherfucker should be arrested. He should be in jail, okay? Because it was an illegal move. It was illegal chokeout move that you're not even supposed to use, and then you used it and you killed someone. Someone who was not a threat to you. So, I don't know how much further this can go, but... If I were Eric Garner's family, if they have the, if they have the money, the means, if they have the 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 um, the mental capacity to do this, I would try to get that man in jail so good, ooh, so good. That man would have to go to jail, or I'd probably have to take him out. You do not get a chance to walk around, no sir. Anywho, anywho, let's move on. Let's move on before I incriminate myself. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Perry, Tyler Perry's billboard, y'all remember a few, few weeks back, or maybe months back now, um, where, uh, the young lady put up a billboard in Atlanta, and it was basically to get Tyler Perry's attention, hey, Tyler Perry, da 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 and then he got all snippy, and he was just like, this is not the way to get my attention, and da 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 you must audition, you must, right, so, um, Oh, that was all well and good. You know, a lot of celebrities, a lot of different actors and actresses, you know, who were kind of vet, you know, seasoned and veteran in this game. They were just like, "Wow, that's really smart. That's really smart." And guess what? That shit worked. I mean, you got y'all. They're gonna sit in there and act like it didn't work, but it worked because she definitely got a role on his new TV show, Tyler Perry. And you're welcome. So get you a billboard, all right? You know, and it. Charlamagne pissed me off with this one too because he's like, no, it's not because of the billboard. I mean, she had to do the work. She had to go and do the audition. She had to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know that. We know that. That's with that goes without saying. Nobody gets a part without auditioning unless you are just that bitch. Like, unless you are just that good. You know what I'm saying? Or it was written for you. It's some um different circumstance. Where you don't have to audition. But outside of those situations, most people have to come in and audition and read and do these things. So, her throwing a couple of thousand dollars onto a billboard got her that, you know, leg up. Okay? Hey, man. I ain't mad at it. So, I, you know, blessings to that young lady. I pray that she has continued success. Okay? And listen, you do what you have to do to get to where you need to be. As long as it's legal. And it, last time I checked, it wasn't illegal to get a billboard to a director. So, she did a good job. Shout out to that girl. Whatever her name is. Moving on. Uh, Steph Curry. I mean, clap for this man. I love Steph Curry. You guys already know this, okay? I've got two jerseys. Steph Curry jerseys. I, 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 I love Steph, okay? And this made me love him even more. Steph has um, created a golf program for Howard University. He has um, raised up enough money to sustain this program for six years, and then he's going to start a trust to continue to fund it after the six years is up. And um, this is fantastic on a lot of different levels because now you can get a golf scholarship to Howard. You don't have to go to a PWI. You can go right to a HBCU, you know. Now, and then they're getting people... You know, I, I was watching Sports Center and they were talking about all of the different um, golf coaches and stuff over, you know, the entire industry that basically were calling up to Howard, you know, university, calling up to the athletic department. Hey, can I, can I coach? Hey, I'd love to be a part of this. Like now you're about to get, you're about to see what happens when you invest, truly invest in our people. You're about to see what's going to happen. I cannot wait to see what the fallout is for this. First, Steph, you know, does it up with, you know, basketball, of course. He does golf on his off-seasons. He's got the holy moly basketball, or, um, putt-putt golf TV show for the summer. I mean, listen, I appreciate this. I appreciate that he's placing his money with an HBCU, that's one. Two, he's placing his money with the HBCU in the sports um, arena, and it's not basketball. It's not football. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? It's it's golf. It's it's a, a sport that we don't get enough um, 
we don't get enough interaction with we don't get enough resources and if if those of us who are into that in tennis you know and other um sports that are not like part of the big four you know um so i just shout out to steph curry for trying to move the culture forward and and bring a different culture to the culture it's fantastic that goddamn steph curry okay i love that guy and that son that little son of his is so precious he's so big I don't know. I said, what is going on with this baby? This baby is big. It's so cute, though. Anyway, uh, apparently last week, it was really August the 12th when this launched, but last week, the internet exploded with chicken. You understand me? I mean, I did not even know that the chicken sandwich shit was going on until I saw Crystal, who uh, hosts the Reed podcast with Kid Fury. Uh, I saw a comment on her on her Twitter on my feed and she said she was talking about how the chicken sandwich was better than chick-fil-a and plus she doesn't have to deal with the homophobia and this that and da, 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 right so i didn't think it was anything special i thought it was just her having a conversation and how she don't get fries she get the um red rice and beans red beans and rice excuse me red beans and rice so um then i slowly realized that there was a whole the whole breakdown um, about this damn chicken sandwich, and it, all it is is Popeyes has created a chicken sandwich. Um, I think you can get it mild or spicy, and um, and apparently it is bussing. Apparently it has been right. It's rivaling uh, Chick Fil A's um, sandwich, which is a fucking great sandwich. Okay, it's a fucking great sandwich. Um, my mother. My mother hates Chick-fil-A. She doesn't like it. She that sandwich is, is nothing on that sandwich. I said this is nothing needed on that sandwich. I said all you need on that sandwich is one, remove the the pickle, because I'm not a pickle girl. Remove the pickle, put some mayonnaise on there, and if you like me, throw some Polynesian sauce on that bitch. And oh my god, you're about to eat the best chicken sandwich in the world. And it's so simple. You don't need all of that stuff. And you know, you see, Chick-fil-A has been holding this down for some time, okay? And it sounds like it's a new sheriff in town. Well, I have a list of my top five chicken sandwiches because, to be perfectly honest, you know, you people are really sleeping on these chicken sandwiches, all right? Um, I have not had the Popeye's chicken sa- sandwich yet. I really want to wait until they get the mind control out of there. Because I know that's what they got going on right now. And just wait till they stop putting that in there. And then I'll go and get me a sandwich. So uh, g- give me about a month. And I'll try it. Give me about a month. And I'll try it. Um, <laughs> but nah. Um, so my top five or whatever. Uh, chicken sandwiches. is it, it, as follows. I mean these are. And these people are being completely slept on. Number five is Zaxby's. So y'all gonna sit here and act like the kicking chicken sandwich isn't busting? Y'all gonna sit here and act like the um the 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 chicken club sandwich on Texas toast isn't busting? Are y'all really gonna sit here and act like y'all don't understand what's going on out here? Okay, all right. So Zaxby's is number five. All right. Then you've got Bojangles. See, nobody pays attention to Bojangles, and I know some of you are going to be surprised to hear me say this, because I don't eat Bojangles maggot-ass chicken, okay? Listen, a couple of a couple of years ago, uh, Bojangles, not far from where I'm living, okay, uh, they were on the news, and there was maggots crawling around in the chicken, okay? It could have been a, it could have been a, um, isolated event. It could have been um, a best practice. What's going on in all Bojangles? I don't know. All I know is I haven't been back to Bojangles since. And, I, and let me tell you something. The other day, my mother called me. She was out. She said, "I'm going. I'm going to get something to eat. I'm stop right here to this Bojangles." And I was just disgusted. I said, "Oh my god!" But I wasn't paying, and she was paying. And I said, "Okay, fine. Let me get some of them chicken supremes." You know, blah blah. blah. Do you know how the Lord looked out for me? The Lord looked out for me because the chicken, they didn't have no chicken ready. You understand me? And my mama is impatient as hell. And she dipped out and went someplace else. And I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Okay? Because I wasn't trying to eat that dog on maggot chicken. <laughs> I'm not interested in no maggot chicken. Anyway. But the Bojangles Cajun Filet um, Chicken Sandwich is busting. I'm not going to lie to you. It comes grilled. And it's got a... a a good man listen it's better than than you could expect okay 
So that's number four. Number three is Arby's. Okay. Arby's got the meat. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Okay. Arby's got a chicken sandwich that's so good. I tried to tell, um, I had to tell my friend Carrie about it. I think Carrie, I'm not sure. I have to ask her, but I know I told Rachel about it and I had her go get it and, and she enjoyed the shit out of that chick sandwich. Listen, Arby's has phenomenal food. They just don't have the, the, um, the backing, I guess that say a McDonald's or whomever else is popular out here and as it pertains to fast food, right? Um, but no, Arby's chicken sandwich is pretty fucking good. They got their own little sauce on there. I don't know what it is. It's a different little color, and it tastes fantastic. You get that with them fucking curly fries. Bam! Okay. Um, number two would be the Chick-fil-A sandwich deluxe. That's when you add cheese, lettuce, and tomato. Okay. Um, the Chick-fil-A sandwich alone is fantastic. When you add cheese, lettuce, and tomatoes to this thing, listen... This takes it to the next level, baby. Okay, that chicken sandwich is busting. And then you add them waffle fries, too? Ooh! Shit, I might get me one of these chicken sandwiches this week. Okay? Shit. And uh, the number one chicken sandwich that there is is... um, Wendy's. Wendy's has a spicy chicken sandwich, which is fantastic. And I don't even do spicy, but I'm here to tell you right now, I don't know what the difference is, but the spicy nuggets and the spicy chicken sandwich are fucking amazing. They're better than the original. I don't know how this is possible, but I, I'm, I, number one, I'm, I'm super excited that Wendy's decided to bring back these spicy chicken nuggets and I pray they never take them back because what are y'all really doing? Okay. And then... The spicy chicken sandwich, I ordered it one day on accident. <laughs> yeah, I ordered it one day on accident. Either I ordered it the right way and they gave me the wrong thing or what. I don't know what it is. But all I know is I ate it and I bit into it. I said, it's got a little heat onto it. But do you keep eating it? You keep eating it. I'm like, shit, this shit is buzzing. Okay. But, but there's another chicken sandwich that Wendy's popped off with. And this was popped off initially, I want to say, if I graduated high school in 2001, then this means that the Monterey Jack, this means that this Wendy's, this Wendy's chicken sandwich came out in like 1999 or 2000. When I tell you this is the best chicken sandwich I ever had in my entire life, that is exactly what I mean. I mean, I went, a friend of mine, David Burmeister, he let me use his car, we were in band camp, and I was a drum major, so I was doing so much shit, and I didn't go to lunch when everybody else went to lunch. So he said, hey man, won't you take my car, go get you some Wendy's, you know, blah, blah, blah. Went to Wendy's, got this chicken sandwich. When I tell you, I came back to the band hall. Okay, and I sat there, I opened up the little, I opened up the little stand, and I put my food on there, and I was getting right, and when I tell you, I didn't hear shit for five minutes, because that chicken sandwich was so good, I mean, you got ranch, you got Monterey Jack cheese, or, or mozzarella cheese, I don't, listen, I don't know, all I do know is that it was fan-fucking-tastic, okay, now, Wendy's does have a little bullshit-ass Monterey chicken sandwich on their little 99-cent menu right now. This is not the same. So do not get this. You will be disappointed. I promise. Okay? Do not get this. This is not the same. Okay? But it is the best chicken sandwich I've ever had. Now, will Popeye's top that? I'm sure they will. Because again, as you you're putting several years at this point, you're putting twenty years between. <laughs> I can't even believe this, but you're putting twenty years in between the last time I actually actively ate this burger or this chicken sandwich. And I want to say I might have gotten this chicken sandwich one last time in Columbia when I was in college at the Wendy's on campus. I, I want I want to say that's true, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I have no idea. Okay. I'm just trying to get it together. Yeah. I'm trying to get the, the, the chicken sandwich. Get this pulled up here. 
it was called this is what it was called because i had to google this number one number two i was i was really really off on the dates okay (laughs) apparently this this uh happened in 1993 i do not recall that at not even in um, like not even a little bit like i just know that it was in the late 90s and i completely tore this sandwich up do you understand me right now okay i'm looking at these commercials listen i'm looking at the goddamn commercials child the sandwich came out when dave was still in the commercials i can't believe it i cannot believe it but anyway it was called the the new monterey ranch chicken sandwich this chicken sandwich was the best it was the best you put ranch and 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 the monterey jack man please okay so if y'all just just google it just google it and i promise you uh the screenshot will come up it'll show you the burg the the chicken sandwich it just was fantastic you're talking about 1990 goddamn three i can't believe this so having said all of that those are my favorite chicken sandwiches and it's got nothing to do with Popeyes. I will definitely let y'all know when I get this chicken sandwich. Um, I do believe Rachel tried to get uh, this chicken sandwich on Friday after we got off work. And um, the line, she said, was wrapped around the building and people were parking in other establishments to walk over to the Popeyes. So it's too soon still, guys. It's too soon. Let the craziness subside a bit and then you can get you a chicken sandwich then you can get you a chicken sandwich okay all right we're done with that we're moving on uh antonio brown antonio brown's a football player i think i might have mentioned him last time but i'm not sure so we'll talk about him again antonio brown's a disaster um i'm not sure if you guys saw um his feet is a picture of his feet he um Football players and basketball players, you know, athletes in general, they go into the cryo chamber so that they can uh, work on their, you know, make sure their muscles and their bones kind of heal up faster than normal. It kind of speeds the the healing process. I don't know if you guys ever saw the movie Salt, excuse me, not Salt, um, Wanted with Angelina Jolie. uh, But oftentimes after a big fight, a blowout, a shootout or whatever the circumstance is, they would um, take whoever was wounded and put them in an ice bath. And um, they wake up out of this ice bath and they wouldn't be in pain because you've you've stopped all of the pain right where it's at um all the inflammation ice does amazing things for inflammation obviously um so yeah um so so we got in the cryo chamber with some socks on or the incorrect footwear and he got frostbite on his feet frostbite and and let me say something i saw this picture it's the worst thing i've seen on anyone's feet in my life i i can't even imagine walking or functioning i can't even imagine that but nonetheless he's working on that that's getting healed up okay cool we didn't think we'd have too many other issues right he's got a helmet issue now apparently there's like 30 different helmets that you can choose from he's got one helmet in particular he's been wearing for 10 years but it's now banned by his boss like the NFL. So the company you work for banned the helmet that you've been using for 10 years. Well, the company you work for banned the helmet that Tom Brady's been using and that Aaron Rodgers has been using and that tons of other football players been used. And everybody else had to figure out a way to adjust and adapt to the new helmets. But no, not this motherfucker. He goes and files two or three grievances with the NFL. You go and file a grievance with the NFL, bruh. They deny your grievance. And you have to appeal the grievance but the, the appeal goes back to the people who denied the grievance in the first place. Antonio, come on. Let it go. Let it go. You don't need to be concerned about this. You need to be concerned about catching them balls and um, trying to get to the Super Bowl. Okay? Trying to be um, as productive as possible so that people aren't looking at you at the end of the year like, oh, that's why the Steelers suck because Anthony, you know, Antonio Brown's an asshole. No. No. Go out there. Go about the business of doing your job and shut the fuck up. But no. No. He's so loud. He's one of them dudes that you just want to slap in the face because it's like, what is wrong with you? You don't even know when you... When you've won, right? One of the people who just keeps on fighting when you've already won the fight. Like, get out of here. 
So we'll be watching for that. I, I totally expect him to be a disaster for the remainder of the year. So um, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how many games he plays. We'll see how many times he walks out of practice. We'll see how many times he's a headline. So we'll see. Um, uh, I probably should have started with this, but uh, I didn't. So Amazon, the Amazon is, is burning. Not Amazon where you shop. Nope. The actual real Amazon is on fire. Um, and it's frustrating because I think we didn't find out about it. It had been burning for like two weeks before it had been reported on by the media. And this is the problem I have with the media. We trust them to get us the information, but we can't trust them. So it's like, what do we do? But anyway, so, um, I was, I was fairly devastated by this news because, um, I just watched our, not our planet. There's another, like environmental docu documentary on Netflix that um that Will Smith uh moderates. I think it's called One Strange Rock. I think that's what it's called. And um it's fantastic and obviously I I, I watched it because Will Smith, you know, whatever. But no, it's it's a great document it's great documentaries and one of the episodes they talk about the Amazon. They talk about how all of the goddamn sand comes from Africa, you know, it comes and it's like a huge sandstorm and it pushes all the way across the ocean and goes all the way to South America. And then it whatever's happening, it fertilizes what's going on down there in the Amazon. And then, you know, fertilizes, fertilizes, things happen, the rain, you know, all that the entire ecosystem. The very way we live is all dependent on what's happening in places where a lot of people don't live, right? So, it's like, I don't understand where the people are who, who pledged the billions of dollars to, to fix Notre Dame, okay? Over here in, in, in uh, whatever country that's in. Sorry. Um, you know, it's just amazing to me, Paris. France. It's in France. Um, so, it's like they, they, they did all of this, all of this money raising, like they raised like $4 billion for it, if I'm not mistaken. Donald Trump was trying to send water, (laughs) he was trying to send water from the United States of America over here so that he could help put the fire out him damn self. How? The people kindly, uh, declined though. The people over there were like, no, 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 we're good over here. Thank you. (laughs) Um... But yeah, no, I mean, it's just, it's just scary. So I don't know what we can do. I just know that something's got to be done. But again, I have no idea what to fucking do. So it's just really scary. And I just pray that if this is part of the Lord's plan, hopefully he's got a plan to get us out about, you know, up out of it. I have no idea. Um, we're hearing lots of different reports. People are um, purposefully setting these fires um, for zoning because they want to build shit in the Amazon rainforest. You want to come build in the Amazon rainforest? Are you crazy? Man, come on. Come the fuck on. Anyway, so I hope that all those um, things are, like, um, all of those reports are, are lies. But I just know man. And man is a fucking disaster. So who knows what the truth is. It's just too much. It's just too much. Anyway, moving on. Um, I think I talked a lot about albums already. Um, super excited, of course, for Missy. Missy's album released on Friday. Rhapsody's Eve released. Jadena, Jeezy, uh, Raphael Sadiq, um, and a few others released. Um, I did find there was a concert that I'm going to try to get to um, in November featuring Rhapsody, Big Crit, and Damani Harris. Um, uh, Big Crit and Rhapsody definitely released albums this year. Rhapsody, of course, on Friday. Big Crit maybe two, two or maybe three weeks ago. Um, he released an album. It's really good. I enjoy, I enjoyed it. I love Big Crit. I do. Um, and also I have a uh, standing date to go to see Jadena with my, with my BFF, with my bestie, Carrie. So, um, that's also in November. I think that's the same week. I think the concerts are literally the same week. One's on a Sunday and the other's on a Saturday. So, it's pretty dope. I can't wait, because I haven't been to a show since Jay-Z and Beyonce. But, damn, I keep saying that. That's not true. I saw Fantasia in October. Damn, how do I keep forgetting that? So, last show I saw was Fantasia. But the last huge show I've, I've been to was, 
was the Jay-Z Beyonce last year this time. Um, so, you know me, I love music. I love it. I love it. So, alright, so we'll go ahead and jump into the the music conversation and it's not super long because we had we had a conversation um via our group chat um this is this would be uh carrie and um our brother donnell okay we love donnell and um jermaine dupree had a statement um a couple of months ago a couple of weeks ago where he stated that he was asked about the state of hip-hop and female mcs and he said that all the rappers are are doing stripper rap he's like stripper rap and obviously i didn't like the comment because i thought well who in the fuck is he talking about at number one and number two how is this any different than these dudes out here that basically rap about the same shit you know if it's not sex which it is like they're they're rapping a lot about sex getting head i'm i'm her she called me daddy i don't even know her mama that that's blue face okay like come on bro um you know so it's like i got aggravated with him with that and like so what the fuck you know so it's okay for the dudes to sit here and be stupid and and do stupid ass songs and shit but the girls have to be held to what standard you know what i mean like and so after that happened, Cardi B went through, uh, she went on her, her posting, uh, and she did like a video, a live video, where she was basically shouting out all of these, uh, female MCs that just don't get the shine, and they don't do the shit that they do, they don't shake ass, they don't shake titties, they don't, you know, they don't, uh, get undressed to be known, they just got, they, all they have are the bars, that's it, that's all they have. And, of course, their individuality, right? So, she named Orca as one. She named um, Tierra Wack. She named Rhapsody. She named, um, shit, uh, Kamiya. Kamaya, Kamaya, Kamaya. Um, like, so many, so many. And, um, so really the conversation slash argument in the group chat was because Donnell agreed with Jermaine Dupree had to say. And I said, that's bullshit. I said, it's bullshit because... I said, nobody kept this energy when all of these dudes was talking this bullshit that they were talking. And he was like, well, I did. I don't like any of that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. You say that now, but, like, no, that's not true because at the end of the day, you was jamming to some of that bullshit, you know, when I, before, like, before now. You know what I'm saying? So he did enjoy the stupid shit, and he did learn the dances and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, you know, don't sit here and act like you didn't subscribe to the shenanigans. You subscribe to the shenanigans, and it's okay. So we did have that conversation about how, about how he, he grew up as like a preacher's kid. So he was very sheltered. So he didn't get an opportunity to listen to a lot of rap and R&B and, you know, hip hop and shit like that growing up. Whereas I had a completely different experience. I was able to listen to damn near anything I wanted to listen to with certain exceptions of um, uh, Beavis and Butthead. Madonna, okay? Beavis and Butthead and Madonna were not allowed in my house. They just weren't, right? So, um, outside of them, outside of those, those two entities, I had no real limitations on what I could take in, okay? Um, so, and he had a different, a different experience. So, I, I felt like I always listened to really good music. I mean, my parents... Uh, Saturdays and Sundays, man, they were putting them oldies on, baby, and that shit was booming all day long. We was jamming round one, two o'clock. Then we got tired of the shit, and then the music went off, and the TV went on, right? But no, but Saturday and Sunday mornings, wide open, bitch, wide open. All the OJs, all the good shit, you know. And then of course, then that that helped push me into music early and then I started playing instruments and I started writing music and then I started producing you see what I'm saying so it was just always a thing for me I in college I um I listened to lots of conscious rap and I hung out with people who listened to people who had bars like like I told you like I think my my guy Jason put me on to the roots like I had obviously known about the roots, but he was like a connoisseur, baby. He had the lyrics. He knew he was like, "This is the best album." This, da, 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 da. and that was the first time that I actually experienced people who were were fully passionate about music, like fully. So, so you know, for me, 
I've been waiting and waiting and waiting on a female MC who can hold it down like MC Light, like Queen Latifah. You know what I mean? And we've we've got tons of female MCs out here that can do it. Rhapsody does it for me, but you know, it's just hard. It's hard. So it's 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 hard when you have to defend the culture. Because the females are finally getting their just due. They're finally being paid attention to. They're finally not having to shake their ass and titties to get your attention, guys. You know what I'm saying? Finally, somebody's paying attention to bars. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just... I told them, I was like, I was a huge music snob. I didn't want to listen to nothing. There was a time where I thought that Jeezy and T.I. and all that was foolishness. There was a time where I felt like I ain't got time to listen to that bullshit because it's not Black Thought, it's not The Roots, it's not Common, it's not Kanye, it's not Talib Kweli, it's not Most Def, you know what I'm saying, it's not Lauryn Hill, it's not, you know what I'm saying, it's not Jean Grey, it's not, you know, I could keep going and going, it's not these people, so what are they really talking about? And then I had a, uh, and then I had a, an experience <laughs> with Jeezy's, uh, I had an experience with Jeezy's TM-103, okay? Had a lot of songs on there. Had the She Said song with him and Neo. Had the OJ song with him and, and Fabulous and Jadakiss. Uh, had the Way Too Gone song. Had the joint he did, Fame song he did with T.I. Um, it was just a lot of songs on there that were really, really, really fucking good. And I finally was able to sit and listen to his music. And he was actually saying some shit. I was like... Wow. You mean tell me I've been sleeping on Jesus this whole time? And then I was like, well, damn, is Gucci talking about something? I was like, well, damn, is such and such talking about something? You know what I'm saying? And so that made me want to go see. You know, that made me want to go see. Okay, so what they talking about? What what they talking about? You know, and so, and I always loved Rick Ross, which was crazy. Because that Rick Ross, based off of my criteria, should have been foolishness. But I just liked Rick Ross. I don't know what it was about. But I, I really fucked with him the long way. I think it's because he had the boss on. And I used to refer to myself as a boss. That's probably what it is. So yeah. So I, I enjoyed the shit out of Rick Ross. So, so yeah. Based off that criteria. He should have been foolishness along with Jeezy. Along with T.I. Along with other people. You know what I'm saying. So. So you know. There, there's that. So I had to learn that. And, and I think a lot came. That comes with being flexible. Um, and open minded. I think, um, I had to learn that early, you know, everything doesn't have to be so, so serious, you know, um, you can actually do both, right? Cause we as black people, um, are not a monolith. We're not going to always agree with one another. We as women are not a monolith. We're not always going to agree on shit. And then black women, we're definitely not a monolith. We're not going to, jeez, it's not going to happen, right? Um, but it was dope to be able to have that conversation with the three of them or the two of them because, you know, Carrie's not big in the hip hop. So she, you know, her main thing was, well, I'm more in the R&B, so I don't really listen to it. But for me, you know, between me and Donnell having the conversation, I thought it was interesting that he was in a place now where he was listening to music for content, right? Listening to bars like he's he's so in the Rhapsody. You know what I'm saying? And I want, what I want to do is pick, I want to, to just expose him to everything. Like, I want to start sending him Black Thought shit. Because, like, if he could just listen to Black Thought alone, then he'll realize 90, 99% of the MCs that he respects are full of shit. Like, I want to send him shit, like, from all of the females that just got total, total bars. There's um, so many um, Instagram female uh, rappers that I follow that are just dope as fuck and have, you know, gotten themselves into a position where now they have a career um you know it's just so many things so i just want to keep i just want to keep on expanding with him because i think that's dope i think it's really awesome that he's in a space now where lyrics matter you know um and obviously you know we're talking music here we're talking hip-hop so it's not life or death stuff right but this is just a passion of mine and I just love when my friends join in on the passion, okay? It's like you can't make people feel what you feel, but when they 
gravitate towards it and they're just like oh my god this is dope you just feel so like you just you guys don't even understand how happy i am that this nigga is finally listening to good shit okay all right and i say that with love brother okay um uh but yeah so we had totally different uh paths right so i always listened to dope shit and expanded to quote bs music or outside of my uh designated genre music right and then he started out with quote bs music and then expanded into more conceptualized albums more uh, beats more bars all of this kind of stuff so really all that shows you is the spectrum of hip-hop how fucking amazing it is and how proud i am to still love it as much as i i loved it when i was 11 years old um so with that i don't have much else to say (laughs) that's a great place to fucking end it um if there are any other parts of this conversation that i've left out i'll probably add that into the next episode but for the most part that's where we were at it was it was a good conversation to have and um I just need more of that kind of shit. More of that kind of shit. But in any case, I want you guys to have a fantastic rest of the week. It's Monday, okay? It was a rough Monday. Well, it wasn't too bad. So I'll take that back. It was Monday. So, you know, we just got a few more days left in the week. And then it's almost the weekend. A long weekend at that. Okay? Because it's a holiday. You're welcome. And, um, I don't know. I might record Friday. I might not. We'll see. Most likely I will. I will. I'm hit. I'm getting the wind this weekend, though. Yeah. Shout out to my my aunt who's turning 60 years old this weekend. So birthday's coming up. We gonna party it up real good down there um, in Hilton Head. So I can't wait. I can't wait. And um, as always, you guys uh, can follow me on uh, Instagram at Mill Speaks. You guys can peep me uh, on Twitter at Mills the Virgo. Um, Facebook, you can just Google Mill Speaks and my stuff will come up under J Mills Productions. YouTube, I've got uploads there. Bam. Um, and if you have questions on any other places where I am, just hit the link in the Instagram bio and um, you'll see a whole bunch of links to a whole bunch of streaming platforms. So, but in any case, I pray that you guys have a good rest of the goddamn week and please enjoy this motherfucking beat. Holla!